I want to talk about a new narrative. A new narrative. You know, many times when the devil wants to attack us, he doesn't even have to send his imps, his emissaries, his minions and such, who are all, all those folk that work for him. The devil is smart enough to use what we already carry around with us all the time. Us. Some of us are so full of anger, malice, gossip, lust, until we're like a keg of dynamite waiting to blow. Some of us are extremely envious of others. Uh, so we, we make stuff up. We, we tell lies to belittle them and, and to uplift ourselves. And oh, by the way, uh, these are our so-called Christian brothers and sisters. Some of us imbibe or we use what they call libation, libation. <laughs> On a regular basis. Uh, in other words, we get drunk. We go out and we drink up to town, you know. And then we don't know how to stay home. We, we go out to bars and clubs and be seen in this, in this uh, inebriated state. I, I used to arrest these folk all the time, uh, you know, when I was a cop. Uh, it, 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 in fact, most times when you see us, now this is sad. You smell alcohol on our breath. It, it comes from our mouth and from our pores. You know, I mean, it's like, you know, I remember when I first started uh, back in 1979 uh, at the police department, uh, I was one of the only blacks. And uh, in fact, on, on any given shift, you were the only black. And so that was a little intimidating. But then aside from that, a lot of them boys was just good old boys, old okies. And, uh, but some of them were fairly friendly. And, but I would look down the line sometime in assembly, and I declare I would smell alcohol. And I would look at others who I had gotten kind of close to, and they would look at me like, don't say nothing. Don't say nothing. I'm like, are you serious? This guy's getting ready to go out on patrol. Don't say nothing. It don't say nothing. Yeah, yeah, in an inebriated state, getting ready to go out on patrol. And then some of us take prescription drugs. Yeah, prescription drugs. It started out for our pain from a surgery or such and whatever. And then we became tolerant, so we needed more. And so we went back to the doctor and got more. And next thing there was more. And now we're addicted to prescription drugs. Fentanyl, you name it, what have you, you know, uh, and, and, and that's where we are. And, and some of us are Christian. Yes, yes, yes. Some of us overeat. Yeah, you got some biggins. You got some biggins out there. You know, ain't nothing wrong with being a big person. But, you know, how's your heart? How's your diabetes? How's your blood pressure? Are you all right? How's your cholesterol? It, it, you know, how you feeling? That's, that's the question. Uh, and and, and we, we're long past being full. We, we, we've eaten our share and some, somebody else's share too. But we're not going to dwell on that either. And then some of us have hatred in our veins. 
We can't stand a whole lot of people. Maybe it's because we look in the mirror and we just can't stand ourselves. And then some of us have random sex with random people. We tell ourselves anything in moderation is okay, as long as your heart is right. I don't know where you got that from, but that's about the most idiotic nonsense I, I have ever heard. Anything in moderation is okay. Oh, I know where you got that from. You made it up so you can feel better. Stop that nonsense. Then some of us watch stuff that we know for a fact is inappropriate. It ain't right. We know it ain't right, but it makes us feel better. It entertains us. But you're a Christian. I know, but, but you know, ain't nobody here but me and it. And God, don't leave God out. He's watching you as you're watching it. Huh? It's to the point where we think about it all day, even at work. Some of us got it on, on our work computer. We've been verbally warned before. Some of us got a written notice. You need to stop that. Are you going to lose your job because of that stuff? My goodness. And we can't wait to get home. Maybe even pull it up on the computer in our, in our phone on the way home. Good Lord. Huh? We say it, cal it calms our stress. Well, it, it's kind of objectifying women, don't you think? And then objectifying men for the women who watch them. And God knows, I hope the men ain't watching the men. <laughs> well, let me move on. All we know, we say, is it makes us feel good. So it's okay. I'm not hurting nobody. Wow. Wow. So what am I saying? What are you saying, preacher? I'm saying that many of us do things that are wrong that we justify. We rationalize and we excuse. How so? We simply rename it. We give it a new narrative. You change the name, you change the game. <laughs> yeah, that's a real saying. And that's real. They say that. It ain't true, but it, they say it. Who's they? Us. Us. We change the name, we change the game. Remember when it was a big deal kneeling down doing the national anthem at the NFL games? Uh, the 49er quarterback, uh, I believe it was Kirkpatrick or K. Patrick or Kaepernick or something like that. Kaepernick. Apparently he asked some soldiers if it would be okay to kneel during the anthem to show protest for so many black people being killed by the police. And he wanted to make sure he was right and that he wasn't disrespecting the United States of America. But he did want to bring this to the attention of the world. He figured what better stage than on the field when so many millions of people are watching. So the soldiers told him this, as long as you do it and you kneel and it's for that, it is not disrespecting the United States of America. Soldiers! who worked for the United States of America, told him, it's okay. You're kneeling. You're not disrespecting the flag. You're not disrespecting America. And, and you've already stated why you're kneeling so people know 
It's because black people are being killed. In fact, we will kneel with you. This is what the soldiers said. Nevertheless, white nationalists and politicians who support them, racists, hoodwears, KKK, took offense to this because the football player was black. And so what did they do? They changed the narrative. They said he was kneeling because he was protesting against the country. And he hated the United States of America. This caused a big to-do among whites, even though it was said over and over and over again that the point of kneeling was simply due to blacks being killed, it didn't matter. They said, hey, these ends are killing each other. They got more of them killing each other than the police. They, why don't they worry about that? Didn't worry about them, them kneeling. And they, yeah, they went on and on and on like that. You know? The narrative was changed. And it became wrong to kneel. Yeah, yeah. No one cared about the truth. And, and, and definitely no one cared about the blacks. They figure if the blacks don't care about the blacks shooting each other over a red rag and a blue rag, why should we care about them? Yeah, they changed the narrative. Yep, that's what happened. They changed the narrative. So anyway, that's what we want to talk about, is changing the narrative, a new narrative. Now, here's the thing about this sort of thing when this happens. Remember, uh, I don't even know exactly how I want to go into this, but this is the deal. Let's go to church. Let's just go to church, okay? Pastors will not touch morality issues. They just won't do it. Now, there are 7,000 perhaps churches that will. God said, I got a 7,000 club. Uh, you know, but, but for the most part, pastors in churches, ministers preaching daily or weekly or monthly, they are not going to touch morality issues. It's just too sensitive. It might affect the offering plate. That's right. That's right. I said it. I am not about to let my offering and tithes go down because people are mad because of what I'm saying. So I'm not going to say it. But what about, what if you're saying helps people and helps families, helps marriage? They can get it someplace else. They're going to get it here. I'm trying to get my money. Wow. Wow. Pastor says, so if I mess with this, I got to mess with that. And I'm choosing to leave it all alone for the sake of the offering. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Mm, 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 mm. You know, it's funny. I was in church uh, in Compton, California. Uh, this is a lot of years ago. And uh, church was over. And I was in the back of the church talking with someone. And I overheard a conversation between two ladies and she was telling the other lady in a very aggravated tone what we call in police work a 415 which is a disturbance uh she was saying listen b 
you better leave my husband alone or I will kick your ass. And she went on and on. I mean, she was using the words. We were in church. She was using the words. I'm giving you initials. She was using the words. And, I, and that, that obviously caught my attention as well as several other people. And we all turned around and she went on and on and on. And she says, you think I don't know what you're doing? And then I'm like, oh my God. Huh? Now, uh, excuse me, pastor. You think that this is not affecting the church, moral issues, and you don't want to touch it because you're afraid of your tithes and offering going down? Uh, I'm listening to somebody in the back of the church here. Oh, you didn't hear that. Okay, okay. Well, I'm telling you about it. And it, it, you need to start addressing this from the pulpit. Huh? Now, let's take a look at our personal lives. Some of us, we mess with some strange art. I said A-R-T. And some strange designs. Everything is dragon related or devil related skeleton related or skull related. Now we say we love the Lord and we even say we're Christian. We say to each his own. It's just a matter of taste. So that, let, let, let's just be clear. Let's just slow this down. Slow down, preacher. And let's just be clear. These things you do understand are related to the devil. And that's okay with you? Let, let, let's just be clear. We are allegedly practicing Christianity. Why are we messing around with chicken blood? With goat's blood? With rabbit's blood? Or any sacrifice? Oh, I see. The religion, Santeria. Uh, and you thought that was Christian. That is a cult. C-U-L-T. It's voodoo. Huh? Not Christianity. Don't you dare get that twisted or change the narrative. This is not okay. This is not Catholic. This is of the devil. Don't you change the narrative. Huh? You can't just have a picture of skeletons of women in thongs and skeleton face or sword or a big gun. That's not okay. That's strange. Huh? Please don't say we're judging you. Huh? You, 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 you have the art and you love the practices. Whoa, what does that make you? Huh? The video games with demons and skeletons and naked women with weapons. What is that all about? And we tell our kids these games are okay. I mean, come on, really? We're letting our children play these games with all this mysterious artwork that's of the devil? And then we wonder what's wrong with our kids and why they're acting the way they act and why they do what they do with who they who, who, who. Yeah, huh? How are we not going to feel some kind of way about everyone being exposed to this nonsense? Huh? 
I remember when I was a cop, and you have to forgive me for keep referring back to that, but when you spend 23 years someplace, you don't just let that pass, especially when you had a lot of experiences, good or bad. Well, let me just tell you, I went into a house one day as a police officer on patrol, and another unit showed up because we're supposed to go in with another unit for safety. And the minute we walked into this house, I think it was a alleged burglary, there were candles lit in every room. Pictures of demons and skeletons were all over the walls. And now I'm feeling some kind of way. I'm like, I, I'm reaching for my gun. I'm like, I don't know if somebody's going to be in here jumping out of these walls. I'm like, what? I don't know what's going on. And he looking at me and I'm looking at him. He took his gun out. I said, hey, well, let me get mine out too. I don't know what we're going to shoot, but this ain't, this ain't cool. It's burglar or whatever. I don't know if it's the resident. This is strange. Huh? And the walls in several rooms were all black. And I'm looking for burglars and I'm looking under beds and looking in closets. And, 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 and to be quite frank with you, I'm scared. Because I don't know if I'm getting ready to shoot somebody, if something's going to jump out, if the devil's going to come out of the ceiling. I don't know what the heck is going on. Huh? And, 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 and listen, let me tell you something. I don't care what you call this, but this is not Christianity. It's devil worship. Come on, let's just be real here. Huh? I don't care if you change the narrative or not. Now, now, now let's talk about another new narrative. People who can't figure out whether they want to be male or female. Yeah, yeah, we got to talk about that. New parents are literally telling the hospital they need time to decide what sex their child is going to be. Despite the clear evidence in the anatomy that the child is a male or a female at birth. Yeah, you got some confused folk out there who are having children. It's like, good Lord. Yeah, yeah, that's the world we live in. This is us. Huh? Come on, people. There are only two kinds of people in the world, males and females. Now, despite what we think about it, that's the reality. We cannot change the narrative because of how we feel. Yeah? You, 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 you can't change it. It's just natural. Huh? Because you're confused doesn't mean that the truth is confused. We are confused ourselves, but the rest of the world is not confused. And I know this offends some folk, and I don't apologize. I do not apologize because I'm telling the truth. Huh? You don't have to accept it. It's still the truth. Huh? A red light is a red light. Everybody ought to stop. A green light is a green light. Everybody ought to go. And now you can have several ways to spell ketchup and you can have several ways to spell donut, but there in this world, there are only males and females. Huh? And, and, and we're not going to make another restroom for whatever, whoever, whenever. So today you decide you're going to be this. Tomorrow you decide you're going to be something else. No, you need to pick a restroom and to pick what and, and, and find out which sex you're going to be. You, you might be confused, but you're not going to confuse the rest of us. We, we, we say no one can tell us which sex we want to be. How about nature or the way you were born? Isn't it more than obvious 
to fight our nature this way is dangerous, misleading, and confusing? You can't change the narrative. Come on. This isn't normal. You just can't decide something that doesn't exist. There are no in-betweens. Pick a side. Huh? You can't just change the narrative. You can't say, if we don't accept it for what you are, we don't accept you for what you are, we're intolerant, and that's a bad thing. Listen, you can say what you want, okay? That it doesn't change the situation. And, and I'm going to tell you something. Don't, don't think I'm, I'm gay bashing, because I'm going to tell you right now. Uh, I grew up in a home where my brother was, I didn't even know what gay was. Back in the projects, they called them fruities, called them sissies. And, and everybody's telling me this and telling me that. And I'm the youngest in the family. He's my older brother by four, four, four years. And he, all I know is, and, and you know what, this might sound funny, but I'm not trying to crack a joke here. I'm, I'm telling you how it was. He's standing in the window with a sheet on and a pair of underwear Talking about covering his eyes, Batman. And I thought he was just talking about Batman. And the people, he had a crowd outside, and they were laughing and cracking up. And unbeknownst to me, uh, my brother was a homosexual. Yes, he was a homosexual. People start telling me at school, ooh, your brother's a fruity. Your brother's a, your brother's a sister. I'm like, not my brother. Not my brother. Not my big brother. And come to find out, oh, yeah, I come home one day as a teenager. And I came home earlier than expected. And there he was on the sofa with a man, M-A-N. And I, boy, I tell you what, I screamed my... I'm, I'm not even going to mention what I saw because I'm preaching here and that's that, that just not good. It's just nasty. And I ran upstairs and I said, what the blank are you doing? And he's like, well, you're not supposed to be here. You ain't supposed to be with that man, for God's sake. Huh? And, and I, I, my brother was gay. And since, my brother died of AIDS. Yes. So I'm the last one in the gay bash. So don't, let's not even get on that kick. And, and you know what? I, I think I'm going to end right here uh, because obviously we got to go into a part two. In fact, this one here might be a part three. We ain't going to rush through this. You know, a new narrative. That's what we're talking about. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you right now for this message. Lord, hold our hand through this one. Oh, yes, Lord, hold our hand. Because some of us, if not all of us, we got one in our family. If we're not one ourselves, we ain't no such thing as... Christian homosexuals, that, that doesn't even make sense. Lord, help us. Help us, Jesus. God, we need you right now. And I need you to help me through this message. I need you to help the people to receive this message with an open heart and an open mind and an open Bible. Huh? Not so we can hit folk with it, but just to tell the truth. Father, in Jesus' name, this is our prayer. We pray this and thank you for the answer and the blessing. Amen. This is Faith Worth Finding. This is Weekly Encouragements by Nam Ware, and you can find it on Apple or Spotify on podcasts. God bless you.